everybody, and welcome back to the Come Play Podcast. On this episode, we are at episode 11, and we have a special edition this week. We're not doing our regular podcast. We're going to yell at each other for two hours. Bless you. What happened? What did I do? Anyway, we're going to yell at each other for two two hours because we have a special edition of the show. It's called the Hot Take Edition. Uh, basically, I had this idea as a big topic we were going to talk about, but the sports news this week was absolutely awful. So here we are. Uh, we have expanded it into a whole episode. What we've done is we've all gotten three hot takes from either, uh, I mean, it's really anything, but, um, like mine, I try to limit to sports, video games, and pop culture. Um, and we are going to discuss them. I'm sure disagree. Uh, and yeah, so we basically just com- thought, you know, got what we thought was hot takes and here we are and we're going to discuss them. Then we will have our week eight NFL predictions at the end of the, the podcast. But, uh, I will introduce the guys cause we are all finally here and able to do this. We got Bobby, Brendy and Zach. Yeah. Wow. That's good. And <laughs> yeah. And we're finally all here together. Uh, Except for Brittany, because he didn't fucking say anything. Because because Tyler didn't tell me to say anything. He wasn't like, say what's up, guys. Because I I knew that was coming. By the way, Zach took that role last week. (laughs) Oh, okay. And I almost punched him in the fucking... Oh, and he also ended ended the episode the same way uh, you you do. do. (laughs) All right, Uh, cool. Anyway, we're (laughs) going to continue here. So what's going to happen is Bobby has random.org loaded. And he's going to do the random order. And then we'll go in that order. Uh, to see who goes first and and whatnot. So Bobby, you know, go ahead and do your thing. I don't know if you're gonna do it three times or just once or whatever, but uh, so I'll do it with uh, each hot take um, because it will generate a new number each time. Okay. Uh, so that being said, Brandy, you are one. Zach, you are two. I am three. Tyler is four, and we're gonna go with generates. And of course, it's me because why wouldn't it? All right. Hold on. <laughs> Alright, so everybody. Okay, so this one is uh so this one is football related. Okay. Uh I've said this for a little while now. I, I may get a little bit of heat, we'll see. I don't think that the QB head hits are dirty hits. Explain. Okay. In like yeah, so are we talking about in pocket hits or like out no, of pocket hits? Out, out of pocket hits. Okay. I'm talking out of pocket hits. So, more, so the the hits I'm kind of referring to are the hits uh, when they're sliding. Okay. Um, so, all right. So here's 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 my um, here's my thoughts. All right. I under I do understand that when the QB sliding, right, uh, the player in theory is supposed to back off, right. The pl- that player is also not supposed to lower his shoulder. And I get that part of it, and that part I'm not going to disagree with. I don't know why they lower their shoulder most of the time. I think they're just trying to get some sort of contact on him before they start sliding, and they end up just following through. But uh, calling them dirty hits, I think, is a little bit of a stretch. I don't think their dirty hits is like that's like he's he's trying to throw that hit is at his head. He's just trying to stop the guy, and he's going off instinct, right? So the hit I was referring to the most was the uh, who was, was it Alonzo on Flacco? Is that who it was? Uh, yeah, Kiko Alonso, yeah. Yeah, it was Kiko Alonso and Flacco. So that had especially, they were called Dirty Head, and even uh, Harbo came out with on his face about it. Like, he was already going for the hit before Flacco even began to slide. And he just ended up making contact with his head. 
And, um, you know, that caused everybody to go, oh, it was a dirty hit, dirty hit, dirty hit, dirty hit. I, I've, I've seen dirty hits. I don't think that's it. Like, I, 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 I legitimately think that that was actually one of the last ones. I understand the NFL's moves to try and protect players from concussions and CTE stuff. I'm completely for it, too. Uh, I just, I, I think calling them dirty hits and, and, and asking for the head of the player most of the time uh, is, is a bit stretching it, at least in my opinion. Thoughts? So, my initial thing is like, when a quarterback slides, they're giving themselves up. Like, they're right. stopping the play. So, if you hit somebody, if you, like, so I get what you're saying in terms of, like, if a guy is already going to hit somebody that's sliding, but mm-hmm. if you knowingly hits a quarterback that's going down, like, it's it's a dirty play, in my opinion, just because you're giving yourself, like, he's giving himself up. If you, like, I, like if you're going for a hit and you can't stop your momentum as he's going down, that's one thing. Like, that's that's fine. But, like, say, like, he slides and then you hit him like before you even go down. Yeah, that's a dirty hit. Like, I, like I think it's again he he's giving he's giving up on the play. Like he's trying to end the play. Like if you hit somebody, it's not obviously it's not unknowingly because he's gonna see you come hit you know hit him most likely. But um yeah, if your momentum is not like going toward him as he's sliding and you just hit him, I think it's kind of dirty. Also, just like, I mean, it's such a flag in the NFL now for obvious reasons with the whole concussion, you know, thing that's, that's kind of gone on with the NFL. And, um, I don't know. Like I said, I think if you knowingly hit a quarterback, that's going down. It's a dirty hit. I'm trying to remember that Kiko Alonso one, um, in particular, because I remember, like, like Flacco like lost his helmet, or I think, right? Yeah, and... Flacco lost his helmet and uh, had to leave the game for concussion protocol. I don't remember or not uh, if he ended up getting one from that. I don't. I I don't know either, but I remember his reaction. He just looked out of it, so I'm sure he did. But yeah, um... well, I mean, yeah, that that hit's gonna ring your bell every time. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying that. Um, That's true. And, and this is and this is also this now this part's on broadcast criticism. Why do they look at that hit in slow motion? Well, I, that, that is that, so not like unrepresentative on what the hit actually ha- looked like. Like that, he was not slowed down when he went to go hit him. Trust me. Like yeah, but he's, that, he's but that's flying the same up the thing field for now. any replay. Like, like you know, um, especially in uh, like I'll give you a perfect example. The other night I was watching the Sharks. Predators game, and mm-hmm. there was a phantom high stick call that they called, and right. you know, in full time, I'm pretty sure it looked like it got high stick. But when you slow it down, so like it's ba- barely moving, yeah, it's easy to see that it wasn't a high stick. But yeah, just any replay, it's it's like that. It's just when you slow it down like that, right? But like, so in that instance, they're looking to see if the stick actually made contact with a player. What I'm referring to is it's obvious he hit him because, you know, Teddy Bridgewater is sitting there on the field knocked out. But um, it's like, oh, yeah, he, he started to slide right there. Okay. But that's not in real time. In real time, that was like a fraction of a second. When you're watching it in slow-mo, it's 10 seconds. Like, right. I don't think that's representative on whether or not he went for him when the slide went down or not. It really isn't, at least in my opinion anyway. I, again, I want to say, I, I, you know, 
The NFL has been making a move to protect players from concussions and head injuries and stuff like that, and I applaud them for it. I, I just don't – I just some of these hits sometimes, it's like, I, I, how do you even – you can't stop. You are a high-velocity you know velocity athlete playing this violent sport, right? And you kind of go off instinct to, to, to go after somebody, get them on the ground, and make sure they're down, right? So if you start to go, and then, and then all of a sudden Joe Flacco decides to slide, right, you're, you can't stop. You're already going to hit him. Like I, I, I think just calling like the dirty hit is, is not the right way to do it. I, 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 I will acknowledge and say that yeah, player defensive players especially should work on I mean the lower the shoulder thing, I mean they're trying to stop across the league. Um so maybe that's just the main reason because that's how most of the hits end up happening, is that like they slide and then shoulder goes down and hit. And maybe and I'll say, yeah, that's what they need to stop. Um, but they're just trying to get the quarterback down. They're just trying to you know, they're acting on a kind of pure instinct to make sure they're down on the field. Not, they're not trying to go for their head. They're not headhunting. Right. That's just the way I see that. That's just me. Um, I don't know. Brian, do you have anything to add to this uh, claim? <coughs> um, so, I mean, it wouldn't be a hot take if someone disagreed, right? Or if, if we all agreed, right? So, No, I'm disagreeing. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to disagree with you on this one, Bobby. Okay. Um, just specifically for the fact that, um, you know, I I get what you're saying when, so, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take it back to what you're saying. Quarterbacks out of the pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't understand how a defensive end is supposed to go for a quarterback and like not at least make some at least slightly helmet to helmet contact. Right. Um, that's that's all fine and dandy and like that's um, but. At, at the same time, the it seems like that the evolution of hitting has almost evolved mm-hmm. to the point where you cannot make a tackle unless you lower your shoulder. Right. Um, which has not, which obviously hasn't really been too much of a problem in the past. Um, because, like, you know, you never heard about, you know, a, a dirty helmet to helmet hit, you know, back in, you know, late 90s early 2000s you know what i mean right Um, so so uh it's a really good thing that the um it's a really good thing that the nfl has been taking these a lot more seriously and i do think hits like that are dirty because it's changing it's completely changing the way the game is played and it's causing um it's causing teams to change up their game plan if their quarterback just gets completely fucked um which is, in my opinion, really bad for the league. Um, and I disagree with a lot of things that the league does, but I think I think they're kind of in the right on on this one. You know, kind of labeling these hits as um, as dirty because um, because they're 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 causing significant injury to the players, and and they and they they have they have to learn how to how to tackle differently. Sure, and maybe and maybe I'm not I'm not defending the hit. I'm not trying to tell everybody, okay, yeah, if the QB slides, go for his head. I'm I'm simply defending the label that these players get when those types of hits happen. I don't think they're trying to headhunt. I don't think they're you know they're 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 trying to, to hurt the player. They're just trying to make sure the damn player's down. And it just so happened to be a weird angle. If you watch some of these hits, right? Like I just I just rewatched the Teddy Bridgewater one. Like yeah, that one was a little late, just a little bit. Um, but that it was such a weird angle too because he slid 
and the defensive player was like kind of going the other direction and they kind of collided. It was weird. It's weird looking. Like and, and and Bridgewater got knocked out cold from the head. And yeah, that's the stuff, you know, I, I they do need to pay attention to that stuff. They do need to fix the stuff. I'm glad they are. I just don't like the dirty hit label that's on it. Because I, yeah. I don't I don't think it's a headhunting thing. I, I mean I mean I agree it's not a headhunting thing, but I still think it's a dirty hit. You're um, right. You're right about the intentions, Bobby, that it they it wasn't intended to be a dirty hit, but it's still a dirty hit. I don't know. I, I it's, have, they have to they have to have a zero tolerance policy on it now because it's been going on too long. Where I mean, they mean, kinda, I mean, I mean they kind of do. You know, not too long ago, a fucking concussion was treated about the same as a Charlie horse. Yeah. yeah, it's really crazy, honestly. Yeah, I um, yeah, and and like I said, I, you know, I want I I I'll preface with saying I never played the sport right um in any capacity, but it to me just just as a, as a regular viewer, right? It it you know they they the thing is like oh he should have stopped when he tried to give himself up. Like well, <laughs> you can watch that in slow mo all you want. He was already going for him before he even began his slide. Just so happened to hit his head. And then yeah. maybe at that point, right, that's when it's like you tell defensive players, okay, yeah, don't don't even lower your shoulder anymore. Just go for the go for the bear hug and call it a, a day. A lot of times though, like with these slides, like it's kind of obvious when the quarterback's about to slide though. I uh, in my opinion. I don't know. It, it, like the I mean, Joe Flacco thing, he was definitely about to slide. I, I I guess so in a sense that like every almost every quarterback will like I mean most players will know that the quarterback's gonna slide or go out of bounds at some point. No one tries to be like all running back and push through it all. Um, I don't know, man. I, it, but I would want to make you know, especially I think Flacco. They were in the red zone, weren't they? Like at that point, like I I, w- I wouldn't be worrying about yeah, the slide. I'm, really, I'm just making sure they're not getting in the end zone. So if I have to make sure he's down, then I'm gonna make sure he's down. Know what I mean? Uh, that, that's just me. Listen, I'm not I'm not advocating for head hits. I'm just saying that the the stigma around these type of hits are a little strange to me. That's all. All right. Well, we'll uh, agree to disagree then. Yep. <laughs> and who is next on the list? Uh, let's see. We're gonna generate a new number. Wow, I was really thinking about this one. <laughs> it is really thinking about it. Okay. Uh. Hold on a second. It is still thinking about it. Tyler. All right. So uh, I'm going to say this already. I just want to preface by saying that Tyler's been hyping up this since we first got on today. Yeah, I'm going to – I'm probably going to have the steamiest takes here. I'm already prepared to get yelled at. asshole. uh, Screamed at. Um, spit on. No, I'm kidding. Spit Um, on. All right. Well, (laughs) we have asked what you're into, I guess. I'm in Jersey for that. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) My first one, also from the NFL. Bobby, this is going to be close to your heart. Well, right. sort oh. of. Uh, oh. it's, it has to do with Tom Brady, but not oh. necessarily him. Okay. It has to do with my boy Aaron Rodgers. And my oh. take, and my take right. is, oh, God. If, I like, I'm trying to see how to word this because I'm, this is what I'm having trouble with. But basically, what I'm, basically <laughs> what I'm trying to say is I think Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the game over the last, I would say, five to seven years. Wow. Okay. Um, I'm a fucking idiot. 
<laughs> over, over. So now you have to take this with a grain of salt because now uh, Aaron Rodgers did miss some games over the last few years. However, his stats are literally insane, and they back it up. And now I know the first thing you guys are going to say is, well, Look how many Super Bowl Brady has. Look at the fucking team that Aaron Rodgers plays on. Yeah. Like, if you want to talk about stats, why'd you not say Drew Brees instead of Aaron Rodgers? Because Drew Brees has the accolades over his career. Aaron Rodgers is, in my opinion, the most talented quarterback in the NFL. Like, hand, like not even – like, hands down. The, guy, the things that he can do, throwing on the run, throwing off his back foot, like, just the – the precision. I think he's that. That's how I should have worded it. Actually, I think Aaron Rodgers is the most talented quarterback in the league. By like, it's not even close by far. He, um, hasn't, even, he hasn't even been the league leader in passer rating since t- uh, 2012. But okay. However, uh, didn't just we, ignoring I'm, that blatant fact. Moving no, on. No, I'm trying. <laughs> no, because I'm trying to think what um. I should have brought it up again because when we talked about this, we talked about Aaron Rodgers weeks ago, and the first thing we brought up was how he has the best uh, quarterback rating of all time <coughs> by like two or three points. Like it's it's not even like he his quarterback rating is like a hundred and three. The next person is ninety like a hundred or ninety nine or something like well, that. Well, it's I mean it's pretty easy when the dude like he he just like left his prime. Like eventually, like the stats are gonna go back down, and he's gonna but like look, he's he's still gonna be top tier. But like it's like he's not gonna be number one. Look at his wow confirmed the last few years. Like so, I mean this year already, uh, he almost has two thousand yards, and this is in. This is only in six games as uh, this is recorded because this uh, doesn't have the seventh. Oh, they're on a bye. That's why. So it only has been six games. So 12 touchdowns, one interception, almost 2,000 yards. Uh, in the 2017 season, he was out with injury. So I'm not even going to count that. In the 2016 season, 40 touchdowns, seven interceptions, um, 4,428 yards. Um, can, like just the, his uh, his. Touchdown interception ratio throughout his career is literally insane. It's probably up there as one of the best as well. By the way, by the way, according to Pro Football Reference, yes, Aaron Rodgers is the top of the passer rating with a rate of one hundred three point six. Second is actually Russell Wilson with uh, ninety nine one. Yeah, okay, that's. A, I thought it was. I thought it was like either three or four points. But, and I, you know what? That's another topic for another day. I think Russell Wilson's underrated. But again, another. Topic. Oh, he's very underrated. He's very underrated as a so, Russell Wilson fantasy owner for the past two years. He is very underrated. So Tyler, you're you're saying Aaron Roger Aaron Rodgers has almost two thousand passing yards, right? As of right now in the season, he has nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, you you know there's like eight or nine other players that are higher than him on that list, right? I'm just I'm just saying as of six games, you he know who's has number one? 2000. Matt Ryan. Well, because Matt Ryan plays from behind all game. That's why his fucking defense Matty was Ice, Ice donkey Ice dick. Thing. That's why. Yeah, fucking yeah, fucking. But, I agree all with right. That one. So let's say this: put Aaron Rodgers on the New England Patriots for the past seven seasons. How many Super Bowls do you think he gets? Oh mm. God, the equivalent or more? Pro- probably, probably one or one less. Brady. I don't know. I mean, so here's the thing: like, I there, my whole thing with Rodgers is he should have. Okay, well, actually, before I say that, let me put this to you. If Rodgers had two more Super Bowls, so put him at three, where does he rank 
in your all-time rankings? Uh, he would be about the same because he's only won one Super Bowl. I just said if he had three, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> that was the point of it. I I, I told you like uh, he would be about the same for me. You're, like, you're Aaron Rodgers, like for right now for me, like he's probably like two or three for me, but he's not the best. Dude, honestly, I'd still put him behind Brady and Breeze. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it's, it's, it's it's like it's kind of a very tight race between uh between Breeze and Bra- uh Breeze and um and Rodgers for me, but Brady's still number one. So in my book. how many how many times has Rodgers seen the playoffs? Um, um I don't know. So twenty eleven is when they won. Yeah, right. like, how, how I remember that because they got they destroyed the Falcons. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So uh, my my so here's the thing. I'll agree with Tyler. Like I don't want to. I never like rating a player by championships. Yeah. Um. There are good players that never get to see, uh, the playoffs for their their respective sport. Philip Rivers. Um. I'll I'll yeah Philip Rivers. But even going outside of that, right? Um. Going into the hockey sense, I've always. I've always thought Ovechkin was a hell of a better player than, than Crosby was, which is a hot take in itself. Mm. Uh, and he just won his first ring. And yeah, Crosby and has what four? Uh three. Three. Okay. But, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's actually like a, kind of a good analysis because Alexander Ovechkin's maybe the best goal, sc- like pure goal scorer of all time in the NHL. Right. Well, and I will say that you can't. Ring. Obviously, you can't win the game like. By just having a good quarterback, you know, right. depends on your teammates and your which coaches, is my, which is kind and of your my defense, point. like et cetera. Like you know, there's so many, so many things that factor into it. So that's right. that. That's my point. So, so just go just ahead, really quick, I don't yeah. mean to intrude, but just just a quick stat. So Aaron Rodgers has made the playoffs uh, from 2009 through 2016. Okay, uh, he missed 2017. Uh, yeah, obviously, that, and that's, when yeah, okay. that's when he broke his collar. Okay, so, so right. how did he do in those playoffs? Like, I obviously in 2011, you know, I, I'm sure he was a beast. So, but, uh, 2009, uh, wild card loss. Tw- uh, right. 2010 Super Bowl win. 2011 wild card loss. 2012, um, 2012 divisional loss. 2013 wild card loss. 2014, uh, 2014 and 2015 division loss and 2016 NFC championship loss. Hmm. So okay. he's only been to the NFC championship twice in his career. Now, let me bring on my next point, which is the biggest. Honestly, this is the biggest thing for me. The defenses he's had behind him are fucking awful. Literally, like, you know, um, when you think of the Packers, you think of a team that is high scoring because they have Aaron Rodgers, but they're going to like, they might score 30 points a game, but they might give up fucking 34 because that's how bad their defense is. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2017. So this is the last year, their defense ranked uh, 12th, uh, 12th worst. Uh, so they're about middle of the pack for points allowed um, in 2016. Let's see, go to that. Uh, they were, uh, even worse than that. Um, they were ninth. So, uh, quick apologies. They, he's made the NFC Championship uh, three times. Okay. 
okay. in 2014 when he uh, went against the Seahawks. Yeah. Just, I, I think, again, the thing for me that, that really sets him, because, again, Brady has the talent around him. And now, okay, yeah, I say that, and some of the receivers he's had over the years, yes, are have not been the greatest. But, I mean, look, he has Julian Edelman now, and uh, Gronk is, you know, probably the best tight end in football. Um as of the, uh, the past few seasons, Kelsey um, fans would have something to say to you. I mean, yeah, it's it's one A, one B there. Like it's it's yeah. very close. But either way, you know, they've had a pretty, you know, decent defense over the years. Not the best or ever. But the thing with Brady too is he's also playing uh, under the best coach of all time, um, mm. and and I'm not taking anything away from. Um, uh, Mike McCarthy for the the Packers, but uh, I mean, just the, you know, Brady obviously is, you know, he didn't do this on his own, but he has a lot of help um, in terms of coaching. His team is a lot better than Rodgers. Like I said, if the, if their defense was even the Packers' defense was even average, like the Packers would be just a, a more prominent team. It's just their defense is literally so bad oh, yeah. um, that, that this is the problem. Uh, but I just think off of pure skill, I, I'm not even going to lie. I don't think it's like off of pure talent, what he can do on the field. I don't think it's arguable. I think Aaron Rodgers is clearly the best. Like what he can do, the throws he makes, like the one I'm thinking of right off the top of my head was um, – was it last year's playoffs or the year before? They were playing Dallas in the – it was two years ago. They were playing Dallas in the divisional game, I believe, and Dallas scored uh, to put them up with 30 or something seconds left. And I'm like, that's too much time. Aaron Rodgers has a chance. That's too much time. What does he do? He marches down the field. Uh, also making the throw that is infamous. He was rolling to his left. So he had to throw across his body and threw a 30-yard strike right to the sideline. They put him out of bounds where they ended up, you know, hitting the game winning field goal. The stuff this guy can do is unheard. It shouldn't there, be possible. There's no doubt that he has the clutch gene. I'm, you know, I'm not arguing that. It's not even just the clutch. He, he, he's just what he can, like, I, I don't know if there's a better quarterback ever that can throw on the run like he can, um, or that can roll out like he can. And like, you know, obviously he's infamous for his Hail Marys and stuff like that. But, like, you know, the arm strength that he shows, I, I just think, again, give him a better team, better coach. I, not like I said, Mike McCarthy's a good coach. But give him, you know, give him fucking Bill Belichick. This guy has, I, I would say, at least as many Super Bowls as, as Brady. Um, I really think, dude, I, I hey. You can say that all you want, but I'm telling you, give this guy a team. He is, in in my opinion, he could go down as one of the greatest if he had a team around him. And I still think he can. I still think at the the end of his career, I think we'll look at Aaron Rodgers and and see uh, the greatness because the guy, it's not a hot take. I mean, all right, if you can think it's a hot take, but, like, the, the guy is amazing. It's okay, um, Tyler. This is the hog take game. We're all saying things that are wrong. Right. <laughs> right, right. That's, that's, that's no, good. Okay. 
I'll, I'll finish off by saying that I do. It, it's hard for me to not be biased in this discussion as a Patriots fan because I truly, and even outside of him being a Patriot, like I think he, Brady is truly the greatest of all time. I mean, even you know he's a, he, he he can hit anybody. It could be some six year old. He'll he'll <laughs> he'll hit that six year old in the chest every time. Um, but I it's not to be said for Brady because he uh he changed the landscape of uh the Patriots in general. Uh, when he came to town, uh, Rogers, right? Like he, he, it, you know, it's this is kind of a good for him too because he came in when Brett Favre was on the way out, right? So he came in, uh, Brett Favre leaves, uh, Aaron Rodgers takes over, and people were, uh, he was under Brett Favre's shadow Brett and all Favre that kind of stuff. Did not, did not mentor him, by the way. Yeah, I know yeah. he didn't. I know, I know he didn't mentor, but like he was the face of the franchise for such a long time. It was weird to see anybody else. Um, yeah. go in there. So it's good that Aaron Rodgers has made his own name and not like, oh, the guy after Brett Favre. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but no, I, I completely. We, we've talked about Aaron Rodgers on the podcast before, and I've been with you on. He is a very, very, very talented man. Uh, do I think he's the greatest of all time, or is he the greatest well, quarterback in football right now? Don't know. I was gonna say, like, I'm not saying he's the greatest of all time. Like, I still think Brady's greatest of all time, but that's also awful. Well, you changing your hot take now. I didn't say he was the greatest of all time. How do I, how, I said, how do I put the, the hot NFL, take backwards? In the NFL right now, I think he is the greatest on pure talent. I'm not saying over his oh, career. Heard, heard. Yeah, obviously, it. Brady is the greatest of all time because of the Super Bowl rings. But like Super Bowl rings aside, which I know is a hard thing because it's it's rings. Like, well, you're just looking at individual talent as opposed to like yeah how they work with the team. Yeah, essentially, that's what I'm. That's so. That's where I should have, or you know, I guess when I was trying to say how I was trying to word my hot take. Um, on on talent alone, I think, uh, um, Aaron Rodgers is the best. So we'll move on because I don't want to put this too long. But yeah, um, that's my hot take. It's good to see that we've all disagreed on everything so far. That's good. That's <laughs> so, what I like uh, to see. Uh, we'll shits. move on to either uh, Brandon or Zach, depending on what random.org says. But random. I don't think I've good. gone yet, so I think I'm just going to go ahead and go. I haven't gone yet either. Hope. Brandy. Oh, okay, go ahead. It's Brandy. It's me? Yep. All right. So I'm going to go away from the sports, at least at least for this hot oh, take. Okay. All right. Um, And uh, we're going to go to video games. So... <clears throat> Obviously. Why do uh, why do I feel like I'm just gonna start screaming in a second, Brendy? Don't Uh-oh. let me scream. <laughs> right, well, let, let me let me hear it hear it out, Bobby Tyler. Whatever. Holy shit! Is. Talk. All right. <laughs> so Fortnite is a very popular game, uh, or like you know, it, it was like huge, you know, especially during like season three and four, you know, during its prime, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um. And now with the release of Black Ops 4 Blackout, that's um, that's a pretty big success as well. Um, so here's my t- here's my hot take. Fortnite, um, Fortnite's done. Go fuck um, yourself. <laughs> no, Fortnite's done. I don't I don't see I don't see much more room for for growth of Fortnite uh, in its current state unless they do something drastic. Um, the game is, at least personally, uh, it's lost its entertainment value. Um, and a lot of that could be said because, like, 
people in Fortnite are just like really good now. Yeah. Um, yeah. like everyone, like everyone has like a winning shot now. Um, and I think with I think with the popularity of Blackout, um, it's gonna be, um, I think it's gonna be overtaken by Fortnite. Maybe not overtaken, but as time goes on, I feel like there's gonna be other games to overtake Fortnite. And I think Fortnite's going to be uh, eventually left in the shadows. Well, I don't think that's really a hot take because that's every game ever. <laughs> well, yeah, no. but with Fortnite though, like Fortnite has has been the game though, and I and I'm saying I'm saying like I'm yeah, saying, but I'm back when we right, I'm saying right now it's dead. Back so, when we were in eighth grade, Black Ops One was the the game that everyone was playing, and now that game is dead. The reason that game is dead is because Call of Duty comes out every year though. Okay, so. Wait, what what classifies a game as dead to you? Uh to I mean, me, if a significant amount of the uh a significant amount of the community has moved on or stopped playing. Because like I was gonna say, like you keep saying like so you say this, it's the end of Fortnite, right? But like so when was the last time anybody mentioned H one Z one, like the OG Battle Royale game? There are still regular players on that on that game. And they I, still are offering updates. I think I I think that's a dead game too. Actually, I think it just came out of the final beta. Yeah, it's no one like heard that. about it. I, I mean, okay, so, so all right. Let's say, let's say it is the end of Fortnite, which I disagree with. But I'll get to that in a second. So, w- what happens to the game? Like, what do you believe happens to the game? Like, let's just say it is becoming more and more uh, prevalent that Blackout is going to be the new BR, um, and Fortnite's going to go off the back burner. Like, what, what, what do you think happens to Fortnite? Like what exactly? Nothing. Like ju- just a decrease of players? Do you think Epic Games is gonna just get rid of it? Like what? What do you? What do you no, think is gonna happen? It's gonna be like there's still probably gonna be updates. The updates are gonna come less often. The community is gonna be a lot smaller, but it'll, it'll still be around. Same okay. well, I mean, I think you're right about that, but I don't really feel like that's anything like unnatural or interesting. Just because it's games lose their hype eventually. That's the way it works. I don't know, man. People are still doing speedruns of fucking Super Smash or Super Smash, Super Mario Bros. Well, I mean, that's like a classic game right there. Like, so I, I, I'll, I'll say my take real quick. Like, I agree. So I agree, but I'm also kind of on the same thing as Zach. Like, <clears throat> eventually games die, but you know, maybe this should have been my hot take. I actually think like Fortnite's overrated. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I think it's gotten a lot of hype and a lot of people play it. But like, you know what's you know what's funny though? It's not really a hot take because it has been publicly stated by a few streamers that they hate the game, but they have to play it because yeah. that's what everybody wants them to play. I, I don't. I mean, look, it's a it's a it's a good it's a free game, game. But yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's that free game. Too. Yeah, that helps it's a free game. It's don't get me wrong. It's a good game. It's just like you know, for months it was. Like that's the only game people played. Like, I don't know. I mean, I, I just um, every uh, meme was about Fortnite. Uh, okay, so I I'm going to disagree with just uh from I guess a more business standpoint. Blackout is basically has a year lifespan. There will be a new Call of Duty next year. I will it include a battle royale? Not sure. It would be stupid if they didn't include one. I don't know who's next for making the game. Well, it's gonna be fucking trash because it's not gonna be Treyarch. 
Right. So, if, so it's gotta be if anyone or I forget who it is now. I really, I or Sledgehammer. I don't know who. I forget. No, Sledgehammer did the last one. It would be. It would be. It'd be Infinity War. So it's Infinity War. Sorry. Okay. So here's the thing. Um, I I don't have any numbers here, but um, and I haven't even played the game since beta, but you know, Blackout is becoming the most popular game mode, even higher than regular multiplayer, like Team Deathmatch, Domination, all those modes, kind of stuff. Um, but that game's only going to last a year, and the new Call of Duty will come out, and unless Infinity War does not include a Battle Royale, you know, everyone's going to move away from Blackout. So it's really hard for me to see Blackout in this conversation. Fortnite was made with the intention of just keeping it updated throughout and keeping the lifespan for basically as long as Epic Games could sustain it. So I, it's, it's hard for me to say and agree that Fortnite's going to die because of Blackout. Fortnite's going to die because of two reasons. One, they're tired of the game and the, the, the game mechanics itself. Uh, two, uh, a sequel gets made. Or even, or even a third reason, I guess, another game that is built the way Fortnite was comes out and is better. And you've seen it already attempt to happen. What's the, uh, what were the ones on Steam that came out? It was um, Royal something. Uh, it was uh, called Realm Royale. Realm Royale was supposed to be a competitor. Um, that was never supposed to be a competitor, though. It, it, it turned into one. It never, it, I mean, it never reached Fortnite's level, but a lot of people were going for it with the hopes that that was the Fortnite killer. And that's what, that's what I feel like everybody does now. If there's a new Battle Royale game out, okay, is it better than Fortnite? Is it better than PUBG? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I can agree with you here. Just, just because, and, 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 and I played Blackout in the beta and loved it, and I definitely think it, once I actually get the game, uh, that's what I'm going to be playing a lot. Um, I, I don't think that's what the Fortnite killer is going to be. The Fortnite killer really is going to be the tired of the genre, whenever yeah, that will Fortnite be. The Fortnite killer is going to be just time, dude. Like it, it's going to be time, and it's going to be not that they're it's either that they're tired of Fortnite itself and they leave, like I said already, or people finally get their heads out of the battle royale genre as a whole, because that's what and we've talked about this already. We've talked about how Battle Royale has just taken over the gaming scape um, with everybody trying to make a Battle Royale now just because that, that's what's making money. Um, at some point, that's going to die. At some point, that genre is going to die. And, and like I could see it from a Call of Duty stance, like not even being like its own game mode. It'll be something in multiplayer, and it'll be one of those playlists that has 600 people in it at some point down the line. Battle um, time is undefeated. Yeah, so I, I don't know how soon that is. I'm not going to make that prediction because that would be very bold of me to do so, and I don't even have the numbers to back my statement up. But what is going to kill it is time. It, it's going to be what finally kills it. Epic Games would have to release some sort of sequel game like Fortnite 2 or something like that uh, that is a completely new game, or they just completely just, just trash the game altogether and just make something new. Um, but... Until Epic Games sees any slowdown or sees any uh, initial actions of that happening, they're going to keep updating this game until the next millennia. So, yeah, I don't think I can agree with you on this one. All right. Well, moving on to Zach, I guess. Well, hold Sick. on. Hold on. I, wanted, I had one thing to say. All right. Go ahead and say it then. <laughs> the floor is yours, my friend. <laughs> Excuse me, I don't know why my mic wasn't registering. 
<laughs> um, with as big as Fortnite has gotten, it's got to be like one of the most played games. I think they said they had um, over a million regular players every day. Yep. Well, that surprised me. And especially people like Ninja, who has, uh, let me look, he has millions of followers, like on Instagram and Twitter, and like just, he's like, he's like pretty much the biggest streamer ever. Yep. And it all happened in less than a year. I just yeah, want to point this out. It all happened because of Fortnite. Yeah. I mean, he's been streaming for years, for six years, I think he said, like six right. years of doing this stuff. And Fortnite came out, he played that, and then he became the biggest name in uh, uh, video game entertainment. That's ridiculous, man. It's insane. And you see him now. But, he's all over the place, too. And, and also, Fortnite is just such a different game than Blackout. Honestly, yeah. I haven't played Blackout, but I can just say that because it's common sense. <laughs> yeah. it's. I mean, it's just an entirely different game. Yes, they're both Battle Royales, but they, they both have their own appeal. So I don't think that Fortnite would die because of Blackout. I don't know. I, I think I I mean I don't know if you guys would agree, but I think already like I feel like as of you know now the late October like I feel like it's even more like less relevant than it was even like over the summer. Like I don't know. Like mm-hmm. that's at least how I feel about for. I will at least for us. I would I would agree with that just because. Uh, yeah, we have. Y'all, you know, we all have more games to play now. We were all waiting on NHL 19 to come out. Yeah, we all play that instead now. Because for a while, it was what did we play? We played Fortnite and what else? Angel NHL 18. 18. <laughs> yeah, like and that's then, it. Yeah, maybe COD every once in a while, but not really in the past over the summer, especially. I mean, yeah, so in I that mean, sense, yes, we did get burnout on it because we were playing it every day, and that right. was the only game we were playing. Right. Um, I mean, I think yeah, with um. You know, most video games being released in the fall, and now we have Red Dead that came out yesterday, and COD, and um, you know the sports games that came out. Well, I guess um, technically today is the official release day for Red Dead. Yeah, the twenty sixth. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I think it it will eventually die, but I think it's just more of it's just going to be over time than anything. I, like I said, I already thought it was kind of overrated anyway, but. That's just my take, but I'm gonna. Uh, well, I want to disagree with one of Zach's points real quick. Um, so Zach made the point that like, uh, well, they're two completely different games, and uh, so like Blackout and Fortnite are two different games. Yeah, it's true, but if we know anything from the video game world, it's mob mentality. So, um, yeah, there. I mean, obviously, everyone has their preferences. Some people like the building mechanics in Fortnite, or some people just kind of like the war style battle royales, like PUBG and Blackout. Um, but what, what seems to happen is that, and especially for, for the people who are streamers, they kind of have to hop on the newest thing. Right. So, right. Yeah. Uh, like they, they have like, so Fortnite, yeah, it's been the biggest thing and they've been playing that and they've been doing this and doing that with it. But as soon as Blackout comes out, if that has any hint of being the top battle royale, people are going to jump because it, it's more so just either being the most popular, like being in the, in the in crowd or being left behind in the dust. That's what it seems to be. Because then it'll be like you're getting on, right? And you're like, I guess let's play Fortnite. Now nah, we're gonna play Blackout, but I don't like Blackout. Well, I guess you're playing Fortnite by yourself. <laughs> like, yeah. it's 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 a kind of a mob mentality of the game world. I don't like it, but that's kind of what you what you see, especially on the streaming side of things. But yeah, I just wanted to say that real quick. And Zach, we'll move on to you. Give us your first hot take. 
All right, so I'm going to bring it back to sports for this one. Oh, oh okay. Uh, okay. Oh, wow, Zach with yeah. the sports hot yeah. yeah, it's actually it has a, another thing to do with sort of the hitting that's going okay. on. All right. Bring it back to the NFL. All right. If they didn't use pads, it'd be safer. Oh. <laughs> if they didn't use pads, Yo. it would be safer. Wait a second. Hold on. Hold on a second. The, Hold the on. players no, in no, the no, NFL did not. No, that, pads, this is a legitimate thing. This is a legitimate point. argument. That's I, a good point. I left because I can't believe Zach of all people is the one that brought this <laughs> up. That's why I left. This is actually okay. This is good. All right, let's Dude, talk okay. about it. Let's okay, talk so about I played. I I started playing football in sixth grade, and I I have to eventually just stop playing, so I didn't really like like it for myself. Yeah. But six, sixth graders, 11, 12-year-olds, they were having us do hitting drills to that age. <laughs> they were literally – I'm not kidding. They would literally line up like half and half players on each side, and you would just – you'd be given a number, and when they called your number, you had to charge at that person and hit them. Like, and that was, that was a drill that they start you <laughs> doing at a very young age. And yep. I don't think – and the other thing I want to say is I don't think these 300-pound men are going to be inclined to drill each other when they're not wearing armor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, okay, so I've, I've heard this argument before, and it does kind of make sense. Um, my only thing is there's always going to be that one guy, though. There's always <laughs> going to be that one guy who is power-hungry and just wants to drill somebody. Um, who, would that, who would that guy be in the league right now? Oh jeez. Um, who was that? Aaron Donald. I mean, oh, he's just—he's just a beast. So, it's got to I mean, be somebody yeah. on defense because those guys—they play defense because they like to hit. Duncan Sue. Oh yeah, yeah. Bobby got it. Akeem That's the one. That's the one. I, I, I would. I would think so. Well, yeah. Or Maybe. like. Or like Richard Sherman or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, no. oh, dude, no, I mean, Richard Sherman's a pretty good player. I mean, but he always just wants the attention. You know what I mean? Like, he, he would do it just to get the attention. Yeah, but he's this, nice about it. This this may be, like, another piping hot take. I'm not really sure, but... All right. I mean, like, look at rugby, dude. Like, yeah, they, don't, they hit, and they don't wear pads, and they don't have, like, injuries. Like, they don't have issues with head injuries. Right. Which is insane, by the way. Yeah, I mean, yeah. because you're not going to be... if you're. If you're not wearing a fucking suit of armor, you're not going to be inclined to drill somebody. <laughs> right. Um. Wow. Like I said, I, 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 I'm just, I'm happy that Zach brought this point up because again, you know, I, I uh, this is just, this is actually something that is a, like, not that it's a debate because it's never going to happen. Quite frankly, I mean, I, at least I don't think. But like, it is like a leather helmets, boys. But um. Yeah, I mean, this is like that. It is true. Like, I guess also, like, um, you know, another point I guess we could bring up is not so much a, a guy is inclined to hit somebody, but like, you know, I always thought, and maybe I'm in the wrong on this, but like, if you take like a helmet to the shin, like that's not covered, like that has to not feel good. <laughs> like, like that you know, is, that is not good. <laughs> that, that is very not good. <laughs> that is my favorite video. It is um, quite unpleasant. But no, yeah. I mean, like, I I think like also like just as dumb as it sounds, like the equipment they're they're using is it could literally hurt somebody. I in think itself. it's making more dangerous, honestly. Because yeah, yeah, you you're wearing beat. a helmet. You're wearing a helmet, but if you clash heads with somebody, like your head gets fucking rocked. Regardless, you, you yeah. can beat someone to death with the helmet, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. 
So, like, I mean, like I said, as dumb as it sounds, like, literally equipment might be hurting players more than it's helping. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. this is actually, I think this might be a point we all agree on, which is... <laughs> I- I okay, so I agree. I just I always I'm I'm always scared that there's always going to be one guy who does it. And my my next question is for for that point is does football lose some of its entertainment value at that point? Because as much as as the 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 more quote unquote dirtier hits uh, suck and and you know you feel bad for everyone who gets in those type of collisions, the big clean hits are fun to watch. Like yeah. so, so at that point you lose those hits. So does football lose some of its entertainment at that point? Um, it is. I'm just gonna bring up this point really quick, which you guys might agree. I don't know. Like this is probably something that's never gonna happen. Oh no, there's not. There's no chance. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it's it's a good point to think of that, just because. Um, I I mean I was gonna say part of like. You know, the injury thing, you know, they wore leather helmets back in the day. But, I, you know, what we know of injuries now and head uh, injuries, I guess, yeah, it's never going to happen. Um, right. But, yeah, I, I think Zach was going to say a point, so I'll let him talk. But, yeah. I forgot what it was, honestly. <laughs> that's, that's good. No, yeah. I, I – oh, we were saying about entertainment factor. like. Oh, right, right, yeah. Um, um, I mean, it's, we we'd have to. They'd have to see how it goes. Obviously, Brittany's probably right. It's not going to happen anytime soon. Right. But, I, mean, I mean, it. It's a very strategic game. So, I mean, yeah, you'd lose the like the big clean hits, but the players would be safer. Yep. And at what point are you okay with being entertained at someone's expense? I guess is the question for the fans. Well, that's the thing because, and this is something that I've racked my brain about for the past couple of years. And it's like, okay, so at what point do you focus more on player safety versus uh, changing the fundamentals of the game in general? Because that, that, that's what everyone's afraid of, right? Everyone's afraid that they're going to go too far into the safety measures and um, you know, end up just changing the whole game of football as a whole. Which, if the NFL does stuff like that, you got to remember that that will have some trickle-down effects. Because NCAA is probably going to have to adjust for similar reasons. High school ball programs are going to have to change for similar reasons because right, yeah. you know that's the route. So you got to think about that. That if the NFL starts making changes like this, it will affect every other league, basically the world. Um, I don't know. And like I said, it, it's hard for me to um, relate to any of these things because I have not played football. But I'm saying from a viewer perspective, I like the game of football. I like the hits. You know, as you know, as long as not completely killing somebody. You know, yeah, I, well, I, I like the the strategic side of the game. Um, but I, I feel like at some point the players know they're getting into this violent game. I'm not saying they don't have the right to be protected, but I'm also right. saying that the injuries yeah. are going to happen, right? And they know this. If the players didn't want to suffer from these injuries, maybe football was not really the option they should have went. Like I said, I'm not saying don't protect the players. I'm just saying the game in its fundamental nature is violent. It's not like concussions don't happen in any other sport. Um. So there, there needs to be a healthy balance of keeping the safety measures so that you know you don't see guys with with with, with just traumatic brain injuries, especially after the career is over, um, as well as keeping the game uh, mechanics that everybody knows and loves already. It's uh, it's definitely an interesting point. I will say yes. that, but um, yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely so- agree with. 
what Zach said that the hits won't happen. However, I'm I don't know if I can agree that if if that change ends up happening, which obviously there really is no chance of that happening. If that change happens, I, I think the NFL is in trouble from a business standpoint. I really do. Yeah, um, yeah, that's why they would never do it. I mean, yeah, they'll never they'll never do it. They are making way too much money to give up. Um, right. And I, I I would be very interested to hear how the players would react to that. What 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 if you went up to somebody like Odell or Tom Brady, or you went up to you know some of the defensive players, you know, and said, "Hey, um, and tomorrow you you could throw your pads away where you're wearing your jersey, uh, pants, cleats, and a leather helmet." <laughs> what is their reaction to that? Do they like it? Do they not like it? Do they think the way we do? I would be very, very, really very curious. <laughs> yeah, well, they would be confused, but there's no chance that they. Yeah, would. their first answer, their first answer would be, "Well, what the fuck." And then the second would be why. Um, yeah. It would have then, to it would have to start like with the lower levels first, like it usually does. Like oh, would, of course, it would start with like you know fucking you know little rec league, and yeah. then work his way up to like high school and college. I I would um, I I'm just I'm just curious what the players' thoughts would be. I'm sure they've heard the argument. Yep. Like I, I'm I'm people don't understand sometimes the players hear everything, man. Yeah. They 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 know they know how this works. They they know what public opinion is like, especially in the in, in, in some of these younger guys coming up. They know how social media works. Like they they hear you. I remember um, like Eric Blunt last season at some point was like, uh, "Hey, just wanted to let you guys know, I really don't care about your fancy teams." Yeah, yeah <laughs> like yeah. something like that. Like they know. Um, I, but this is something I would love to see the raw reaction to having to play like that. Are they for it? Are they against it? No different. What is their what is their thoughts on the matter? So I'd be very curious to hear from the players on this one. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll go on the same order back around. So Bobby, you can start again. What is your second? Okay. Uh, I gotta pull up my notes here. Um, and loaded. <laughs> so. Um, By the way, before you say it, what it is? Uh, just what topic? Well, so I have I have two that I'm deciding which one I want to do first. One's an, I have another football one. Um, that kind of, I kind of got into a little bit already. At least I got into some of these, and I also have a hockey one. Let's let's do let's go hockey. I'll make right. the decision for you. <laughs> I di- I will say that I already mentioned it um, in the uh, Ovi over Crosby debate. I'm going Ovi. Um, okay. So, <laughs> I, I, I look, here's what I'm gonna say. I I I I. Uh, first of all, let me let me let me defend get, yourself. Well, let me get uh, that out of the way first. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, no, let me defend myself. Okay, so I mean, I'm not going off. So here's the thing with me. Um, I am not the stat calculator over here, right? I um I I don't memorize stats that well. That's just me. So I, I'm going off watching numerous games over the years of these two guys play. Um, I am a Flyers fan. And I will say that, and this is not Penn's bias. I am, it hurts me in the chest a little bit, but I am comfortable saying that Crosby is one of, or if not the greatest of all time, future Hall of Famer and a truly a special player um, that uh, I have had the privilege of watching play. I bet that hurts to say, though. I literally am holding a gun to my head while saying this. <laughs> um, Ovechkin. I mean, no one denies that he's he's also on that same caliber, right? I'm not, and I'm not saying he, he's not some third liner. I'm talking about here. Everyone knows that's Ovechkin. 
Ovechkin deserved the cup, though. Ovechkin deserved the cup, and I was rooting for him the entire time. Um, I, 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 I love this guy, man. I really do. Um, I think for he, first of all, he's a fantastic goal scorer with I think multiple fifty goal seasons, right? So mm-hmm. he's he's so he's obviously a great goal scorer, but he he to me is, is like he's one of those he changed the landscape of the Capitals. Um, and also like he's he's actually and, and people don't give him enough credit for this. He is actually a great all around player. He's not just a goal scorer. He's also a body. He is not afraid to get in and throw a hit. I mean, he's not dropping the gloves and he shouldn't. But you see him playing the body. You see him playing aggressively. Whereas Crosby, you're seeing he's away from the scuffle almost all the time. Um, I, I just think that if you're going to draft one of the two of them, you go with Ovi because he's going to give you more than just goals and, and points. He's going to give you a, 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 a top line because he's going to fight for that puck. He's going to get the passes. He's going to get the shots. He's going to make the opportunities happen no matter what it takes to do. And I, it goes into the conversation that Tyler was starting with the Aaron Rodgers thing. It's not all about the accolades. Crosby has three cups. Ovi has one. And it took Ovi forever to get this cup. Yeah. But the story around this whole Stanley Cup playoffs was uh, around him getting his first cup. Um, no, again, like I said, no one denies that he's one of the greats. But I, I th- this has been a debate that I've seen for years. I, Ty, I've had arguments with uh, some of our uh, hockey friends uh, from back home about this, uh, yeah. and they've all said Crosby. They've all said Crosby. I, and like I said, this is not. I, I, you, no one is going to believe me, but this is not Flyers fan bias. I'm telling you. It kind of sounds it, again like the Aaron Rodgers Brady debate, where you're you're just looking is. at individual skill rather than I, I, amount I, of rings or whatever. I don't. To me, it, it, in hockey, it's a bit of a different thing, right? Because yeah, of the game being is. constantly moving. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Like football's a little more strategic in that, like, okay, stop, think about it. Okay, throw. Okay, stop. That didn't work. Think about it. Throw. Right. Hockey, like adjusting on the fly. There's something to be said for it. Um, I, I think I, I think Ovi on the ice with with the amount of things that he can adjust to and 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 how quick of a thinker he is and the opportunities he can create with with really anything. Like he can just go out there with one arm and a stick that's shot in the other hand, uh, and he'll be fine. Like, he's just that talented to play. That is my opinion on that matter. I open the floor. So, I'll start. Um, <laughs> and I'm not... I, I agree with one thing you said, and I want to put this out there. So, Ovi, yes, he's a pure goal scorer, and that's what he's known for, but he does do stuff. But both players do more than than um i guess what people see or or think they do but as crazy as it sounds because two hockey players it's almost like you're comparing apples and oranges here just for the fact that crosby is like i'm looking at their stats right now their career stats um and this is like what i'm looking at is like a a a thousand point breakdown essentially so um you know, their first 1,000 points in the league. So Crosby had 368 goals and 632 assists, while Ovechkin had 545 goals and 455 assists. So what I'm saying with the apples and oranges thing is, you know, like Ovechkin, again, he's a pure goal scorer. Crosby's more of like, I would say he's more of a playmaker. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and and that that's that's like my thing about it. Like I think, um, you know, it, it's tough to compare just because, like I said, I think, um, in my opinion, like I think Ovechkin's one of the best pure goal scorers of all time. But, uh, you know, Crosby again, that's not necessarily his thing. Obviously, obviously, he's gonna score. Um, but he's more of a, a setup man in this thing, and and the passes he makes is what he's kind of known for and the plays he can make and uh his edge work uh, is always one of the things that everybody gets about like he has great edge work behind the goal and stuff like that so um it, like i said it it's tough to compare just because of they kind of do two different things mm-hmm. um i, I mean, so it, it is but it, the names and, and every time they face each other it's all oh, look at ovechkin and crosby right yeah. Like and and I do know it's it's comparing apples and oranges. I'm not blind to that fact because they are two kind of different players. But it, it they're they're not different players in that they're considered greats. And at that point, it, it, no matter what, how, it, you know, serious or casual hockey fan that you may be, um, it's always going to be the debate on these two, even if they are two completely different players because they're both on the same caliber. Yeah. And think about what they've both done on each of their franchises when they got drafted. Um. Yeah, both. I mean, Jesus Penguins. Christ, Penguins turned into the Warriors of the NHL. Well, be, I was about to say, like, before, I mean, the reason that Crosby is on the Pens and Ovechkin's on the Caps is because before they got there, those teams sucked. Like the yeah. Penguins actually um, were considering moving because they were so bad, and then they get right. Malkin the year before and then Crosby because they had Malkin was the second pick and then they still sucked the year after and got the first pick and got Crosby. So, um, yeah, they turned their, they both respect, you know, both turned it around. And how the Capitals have been bad up until recently. Yeah, really. I mean, they, well, I I think again, um, a lot of people are going to, and I mean, to be fair, this is a big reason, obviously, but a lot of people for any conversation you're ever going to have is going to bring up championships and playoff success, which Crosby has obviously had more of. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, you can't deny, I mean, Ovechkin, you're trying 50-point season. I think he had one sixty goal season in there. Yeah. Um, uh, no, nah, I said 50-point. I meant 50 goal seasons. Um, 60. I think he had a 160 in there or maybe two 60s in there. Like, what this guy does scoring-wise, he's one of the best. But It's ridiculous. And, yeah. I, yeah, like I said, I mean, I, 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 I am not downplaying Crosby's skills in any way. He has been wrecking Philadelphia for years. It, it's mm-hmm. been ridiculous. And I just, you know, every every time this, this, this debate would come up and I've talked to somebody about it, they were always throw stats my way because, I mean, at the time, maybe Crosby had more points or whatever. And it's like, I... Dude, go watch how they play. Don't throw stats at me. Go watch how these two guys play on their respective teams. Just go look at it. Like, you know, there are guys who maybe not get the points, but there's a reason they're on a team. Look at why Tom Wilson got a fucking extension on that goddamn team. They don't need him, but he has a role in the team that they like, and they're going to keep him there for it. And he's he's not even on the team right now. He's fucking suspended. But uh, just, you know... for certain roles, guess playing, I think Ovi can play more than one over Crosby. Crosby um, can deke can deke everybody out of their shoes, um, and and score and pass and, and just be an offensive just beast. Ovechkin can kind of be the um, the skull scorer, playmaker, but also kind of grinder with the way he fights against the boards of people. 
I just I, I, I admire the the Renaissance man, um, especially since he does all of it the best. Like it's not like he's bad in one and really good on the other. Like he he does it all, man. Like it, it's something to be said for his playstyle, and it's a playstyle I really like. So yeah, I mean. Uh, thankfully, uh, I've said this before, but we're very fortunate to be uh, oh at the age we are because we kind of grew up watching. Oh my God, Sedin's, Obi, Crosby, Crosby, Malkin, Malkin, um, Mark Andre Fleury, even. Yeah, I like how we just named three penguins. <laughs> yeah, hey, well, dude, they're a super team. I'm not like, I mean, yeah. Jesus. I mean, um, you know, Henrik Lundqvist, even I'll even I'll even say like. Yeah, he's like, always you know, been the Rangers. I mean, obviously, every generation is going to have its talents, but um, right. I mean, being this able is definitely to grow one up, of the best. Being able to grow up in the era of Ovechkin and Crosby, and you know the battles they've had, and it's always a debate who's better. Literally, every time they match up, you know they would be on the pregame show. Well, who's who's the better player? And it's like it's like it, I, I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, it is apples and oranges. But if you're if you're if we're really going to sit down and talk about this. You know, from from a, from out. I mean, yes, stats are important, but looking at play styles and roles for these guys to fit on the ice, um, I think Ovi fits a lot more than Crosby does. That's just my thing on it. Um, uh, it's hard for me to say. Like, if I had to pick one or the other, I, yeah, I don't know. I'd probably go. I don't know. I'd probably go Crosby, but it's tough. Yeah. There, I think they're close. No, and I get it, and I get it. I just, you know, I, I, this is also it's also me playing devil's advocate. Everybody has to Crosby, and, yeah. and 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 it's it's not like they're wrong. I'm not saying it's a right or wrong. I'm just saying from a personal standpoint, I like the the kind of Renaissance side of Ovi that he plays multiple roles when he's on that ice. Well, I think a lot of people also say Crosby just for the championships too. Yeah, um, that's the other thing. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's imagine those championships don't exist. Let's just okay. say that these guys. Yeah, but look how many fucking all stars the Penguins have. Right. Yeah. No. And that's what I'm saying. That's the other part of it is that the Penguins became a super team, um, you know, over the past couple seasons. Um, man, that lost Mark Andre Fleury, and it's like they lost a half of their franchise. It seems like, at least in my opinion, it's really weird. I mean, he carried Vegas, but yeah, you know, Crosby, Crosby is still light. I mean, he. I mean, he actually just scored his first goal of the season, which was strange. Um, yeah. But, um, I mean, he's still doing his thing. He's still, you know, the face of the Penguins. Malkin's still doing good well as well. Um, yeah, I mean, it's something to be said. And I also want to point out, I mean, those, you know, so the, those who are now growing up, uh, super hockey fans, you might see, you're going to see more players like Crosby in this next generation, I feel like. Because, I mean, look at, you know, Connor McDavid. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, we grew up with that generation, but these guys are going to grow up with, McDavid, Matthews, Eichel, mm-hmm. um, like those are like the main three. Line A, you know. So mm-hmm. we will move on, uh, just because we're kind of running short on time. Uh, I will say mine now, Zach. This one is kind of you're probably going to have the most to say about this. It's pop culture related. It's rap related. Okay. I'm already prepared to get absolutely slewed for this, and to be quite frank, I probably should. Okay, I'm gonna put this out there now. It's just my opinion and what I say. I feel so. As we and this is kind of close to you and Bernie too, being from the Atlanta area. Atlanta has had a lot of great rappers. Like you know, it's it's almost like a factory of where uh, really good rappers come out. Yep. And. <laughs> I'm going to get fucking slewed for this. Um, now, 
he's only had really two, what, two or three albums. But in my opinion, I think right now, like right now, I'm not saying like in the past, um, you know, in the in the early 2000s or anything like that. But right now, the best rapper out of Atlanta, 21 Savage. Are you gonna yell at me now? I mean, dude, that's all you got, Twenty One Savage. Like, <laughs> dude, dude, look, he's he he's the like one of, as far as the big rappers that came out of Atlanta, like the tier one, tier two rappers. Twenty One Savage is the least creative out of all. Well, <laughs> it's also. I I mean, like, does it? His music is catchy and entertaining. I I, I will oh, yeah. say that I do like Twenty. Savage. I don't hate him, but I think he's the least creative out of all the big rappers that came out of Atlanta. I mean, but look like, at is it also at, because he only has like really like his he only has the one prominent album? Is like is that why you would say that too? I mean, no, he dude, he had some mixtapes before that. There were no, but I'm it. saying like everybody knows him because of the Issa album. So like, yeah. no, dude, he was big because of Savage Mode. One, but like, that. yeah, I mean, he, but like. If you were to ask somebody, like, if, like, just for, you know, not a random person, but like somebody who knew him, like, they would probably go to that album first. I, I, at least, like, if they're not like a hardcore fan, I'd feel like they'd go there. Well, I actually, I actually have had this conversation with 21 Savage with some of my friends already before. <laughs> I thought you were saying you talked to 21 Savage. Like, wait, we have exclusive reporting here. Uh, Zach Lighting meets with 21 Savage. Zach, take it away. <laughs> that, that'd be sick, though. <laughs> he had, dude, it's an album is honestly his worst project, in my opinion. Wow. His worst Hold project. Hold on. <laughs> I, I think it was. Wow. Zach with the hot take. That, that's actually a big hot take. I need muted this mic. Oh, he, you know he's no, but like, so I'm looking at rapper. Going back to my original point, so I'm looking at rappers out of Atlanta, and look, there's some good ones. I'm not even gonna uh, debate it. Um, Outcast. Yeah, uh, I mean, back in the day, Akon. Um, yeah, Young a little. Jeezy? Was he from uh, was who? He from Young Jeezy. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, 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 Jeezy yeah, is. yeah, yeah, Jeezy is, yeah. Uh, uh, Little Yachty, uh, a lot of people, like, <laughs> obviously. Didn't me and you go to like a Little Yachty halftime concert? There? Yeah, we went to a Hawks game where Little Yachty played at halftime. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good but man. honestly, uh, I'll, I'll, sorry, uh, I was listening off, but go ahead. Yeah. Back to 21 Savage Dude. He had so many, so many good mixtapes before that. He had one yeah. he did with he had one that was re- executive produced by Sunny Digital and Metro Boomin, mm-hmm. and it was called I think it was called the Free Goo Up EP. Yes, yeah. And that so, thing, dude. If you think his album is his best project, like I, I'm not, I'm not saying it's his best project. I'm just saying more that I, he is. Like I, I just feel like people. That's how people. Like, I, I I don't know. I feel like that's where he got big, I guess. Like, I, obviously, I think, you know, he had stuff before. But, like, when that came out, like, a lot of people, like, I, I feel like, so you had those fans that obviously were there before. So that, that came, when that album came out, they talked about the album. I think a lot of people flocked to him because of that album. I guess is what I'm trying to say. But, um, like, to be honest, like, he's probably my favorite rapper. 
but like I know that's a hot take as well. So I'm sorry. Well, I, I don't disagree that he does make entertaining music. I, I like some of his music. <laughs> but here's here's uh, I said Twenty One Savage is probably my favorite rapper. Yeah. But here's what sets him apart from the other rappers for me. If he was forced to sit down and write like an actually like like take time to write like good like well put together sounds good album. I don't think he could do it. Like something that sounds something that's creative, something that's um, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Just something that's no. like not just his lyrics are very plain. Yeah, I you know I can't that, even disagree there. <laughs> it's not that he's not catchy because he like again I've said this multiple times. He does have some good songs that I enjoy listening to, but that's what sets him apart from like Lil Yachty or Future or Young Thug. I think if they they all had some bullshit projects. Like I think Loyati's last project, it was called Teenage Emotions. So I thought it was pretty weak. Yeah, yeah. But then he came out with his new album and has some really, really good, creative, catchy tracks. So I think that if he was like someone like Loyati, Future, or Thug, they could all write. They could all write like top tier albums if they were forced to sit down and be creative rather than just like forcing projects out. Right. Yeah, so I agree with you in the sense that uh, th- th- maybe this is why I like him so much. I'm a sucker for like catchy music. Mm-hmm. Um, There's nothing so wrong like, with that. No. So like, like, uh, Twenty One Savage's lyrics are like honestly pretty weak. <laughs> um, but it's just he he makes very like very catchy. Like I don't know, that's the thing for me. It's just very catchy. Um, and he, you know, his beats are good and his flow is, uh, in my opinion, is good. So, um, you know, I, like I said, I bring, I brought up the whole Atlanta thing. Cause there's a lot of good rappers out of Atlanta. Like some, I didn't mention like two changes from there. Like, and by the way, number two on this list for me also might be a hot take is probably Kanye. I'm actually kind huh. of a big Kanye fan. He's from Chicago. Ka- Kanye? Yeah. Uh, Maybe he is. I don't know why he's on this list, though. No, he yeah. is born in Atlanta. He made his residence. Oh, he was Chicago. born here, but he like he grew up in Chicago. But that's like, what I'm saying. Like from rappers born there. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm not saying. Yep, born like, in Atlanta. Up, but I'm saying like where he was born. Yeah. So, but that's a take. I mean, for I time. guess, I guess, but he didn't really like make his music career in Atlanta. Yeah, so I don't. No. I don't yeah. Atlanta. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I guess like what I'm saying is like if they're born here, kind of thing. Like this is the list I have, and I I brought up this list, and there's a it's a like well, a really I mean, good list. So. Gucci Mane, Gucci Mane was born in Alabama, and he's considered an Atlanta rapper. Yeah, I know he's on this list, so which I was thinking the same thing. So it's a very <laughs> weird list because it literally well, it's rappers, says it's it's rappers that made their music name in Atlanta. Right, right. Um, no, I don't know. I think I like I said. Going back to uh, going back to twenty one, like I, I don't know, like I said, he's he's one of my favorite rappers, and like I said, his, uh, uh, like he, it's probably that way, just because, like I said, I'm a sucker for catchy music. Like, oh, look, I appreciate music with a lot of uh, meaning, like I guess meaningful lyrics. I don't know would be the right term, but um, it just that to me is more important, like being catchy and being something I actually like want to listen to. Right, I do agree with you there that music is more about having fun than having a meaning. 
Right. So that's why I, that's why I like him. But yeah, I you know what? I'm not gonna lie. I thought I was gonna get fucking slewed for this, like because I I somebody actually I work with. I was like, yeah, my favorite rapper is probably Twenty One Savage, and I thought he was gonna hit me. I swear to God, <laughs> man. Like, yeah, <laughs> he was like, "Are you serious?" Well, um, there's a lot of people that just don't like that type of music just because it's like degrading or it's yeah, not a lot of thoughts put into it or whatever other bullshit reason they may have. It's usually right. it's usually my issue with with it, right? So, I mean, uh, I you know, I'm more I'm more rock and metal oriented than than anything else. Um, I do enjoy some of like I I loved Astro World when it came out, man. Um, yeah. but there are, there are, there are, uh, my, my problem just became that like the, the most popular songs that we played over and over and over again were to me all about the same things. And, and at the end of the day, there really is nothing wrong with it. That's the music you like, that's the music, right? I mean, it, that, that's what it is at the end of the day. I just, I like songs with a little more substance than that, um, than, than what, what I hear most of the time. Um, but it's catchy and it, it, it's good for a party and it's good for a good time. So it, it's hard for me to really hate on it anymore. Um, but it, that that that's usually my issue with things like this. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, I go on. This is you know we're going to get off topic here, but fuck it. Um, yeah. I I kind of go on swings with music. Like, I'm a big classic rock guy, so like I'll go on swings where I listen to that a lot. But then like I'll be like, damn, I'm in kind of in the mood for uh, rap, so like I'll like listen to that or like whatever like i kind of go on swings with stuff like that so um that's how i am too man i'm all over the board like i listen to rap electronic like funk music metal yeah i I, like i'm kind of all over the place like i i would say my two favorite are probably classic rock like 70s 80s 90s early 2000s kind of and then um probably rap but yeah i'm kind of all over the place but like I said, I, I'm I'm a little surprised. I only but, like I yeah, didn't get final decision here. Out. I gotta disagree. Twenty one Savage has to be like one of the lower tier rappers from Atlanta. <laughs> okay, wow. so who would you I, say is your who would you say is your favorite? My personal favorite, who I think is the best. Yeah, uh, you, who you think is the best? Um, I'd say I think out of Atlanta, I'd say Gucci Mane, like early two thousands Gucci Mane, not mm-hmm. Gucci Mane now. Honestly, right. Gucci Mane now, I'd say he's one of the lower tier rappers from Atlanta. I, but, I was just about to say that. <laughs> I mean, he makes music for white people now, so. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. Like I said, I'm I mean, saying before he just had that good, like genuine, like, like hood sound. Like, plus he had those f- crazy flows, man. Yeah, I, uh, like I said, personal I, favorite is uh, early, early career Gucci Mane. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as who I think the best is right now, like right now, right now, out of Atlanta, I'm looking at this list right now too. I'm trying to like decide who else. What's I the list have. from? Uh, I I just have it up on actually Wikipedia, which is probably not the greatest site ever. But I mean, dude, I know so many rappers from Atlanta, like ones that aren't even popular yet. So that, yeah, the, the stuff so I can right tell there. you. I can that's, tell you who's coming up and everything. That's the best. That's also the best thing. Like, I love. I love when like you kind of find somebody that nobody knows about and like you know you kind of go you kind of like go up with their career kind of thing. That's always like the. Oh, best. dude! I knew about Lil Yachty in February of 2016 when he was playing. He was playing a local show, mm. opening for this group called Larry League. Hmm. Yeah. I- I think the first time I I actually the first time I heard of Lil Yachty was uh, senior trip of 
my high, high school. <laughs> it was April of 2016. Uh, randomly, that's the first time I heard of him. But he, I, I mean, he's he's all right, but like he's not my favorite. Uh, but anyway, I guess we can move on from that. But uh, kind of mixing it up because we're all about sports and videos game here. I want to get some pop culture in there, but. <laughs> Uh, Bernie's up next, right? Yeah, Bernie. Yeah. Uh, Bernie's up next, so Bernie, you can take. So we'll it do. Away. So we'll do one more. We'll do uh, Brandy and Zach, and then we'll uh, call it after that. Yeah, we we're gonna do three, but of course, with us, we just ran too long on everything. Yeah. So All right. keep it the two. All yep. right. So going back to sports. So, um, it's kind of a hot take, but also that's one, the point. So, <laughs> no, 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 no. You let me finish. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, it's kind of a hot. <laughs> It's kind of a hot take, but it's like kind of split into two parts. So like one part you guys are going to say is hot. And then the other part, one of you guys is probably going to be really happy to hear. So obviously we made our NFL uh, playoff standing or playoff predictions um, uh, earlier in the in a podcast. Like, fuck, I don't even know what episode, but it was like one of our first ones, I think, wasn't it? It's yeah, some, yeah, like three or four, maybe. Yeah. Um, Okay, so obviously, this I, I would have to say our predictions right now are probably not going as planned. Nope. No. Um, so I'm, <laughs> Why so, is Cincinnati still good? Don't know. So I'm so I'm gonna make a few tweaks. Okay. I'm gonna have, and this is despite you know this is despite the record right now. I'm gonna say here's part one. I'm gonna say that the Falcons. They're still gonna get in the playoffs as a wild card. No, <laughs> yep. that is not happening. And, no chance. Okay. And, all right, all right, and let, dude, that is fucking know. like that is piping hot, bro. No, no, no. All right, all right, part two. <laughs> part two. All right, go ahead. As Bobby continues. Part two. <laughs> go. Part two is. Uh, go fuck yourself. From the, coming from the AFC. I okay. think the Broncos as well are also going to have a wild what? card spot. That's what? fucking hot too. They suck, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking Broncos, man. They fuck. All right, look at this, Brandy, All right. The Falcons may as well just put orange cones out there for their team. <laughs> like, no. Like, all right. All right, all right, Bobby. That's enough of that. Um, I'm gonna look at their dude. So the they... Falcons have one of the easier remaining schedules of of the NFL right now. Okay, they, you know what? They play the Saints and the Packers. Those are the two hardest, but everyone else is very beatable. Let's easily. look at so let's look at their schedule. So uh, they are on a bye this week. Next week they yep. play the Redskins, who are four and two. Then they play the Browns, who, uh, you know, they're two four and one. But the Browns, like, and maybe this is a hot take. I, I'm not saying they're a good team, but they're like one of the hardest teams to beat in the league right now. Like they've won to what four overtime games, like. You can't beat them right away. Uh, you kind of get, I don't know. That's just, that's well, off topic. Well, it's because they fucking finally decided maybe it's not another quarterback that they need. Well, I mean, their defense has been a little bit better. Um, so that's part of it. Anyway, uh, so then we got the Cowboys, the Saints, the Ravens, the Packers. That's going to, Saints, Ravens, Packers, that's going to be a tough three weeks. You know what? I I kind of I'm not gonna lie. I kind of forgot what their record was, and I three and four. Some, yeah, so I th they're three and four, but for some reason I thought they were two and five. That's why I was like, there's no chance they're making the playoffs. Three and four. 
it's just the problem with them is the division they're in, man. They got the That's Saints. That's why it's a wild card. No, I know, but like they, because they're, they're gonna have to play the Saints and the Panthers again. Um, that that's gonna be the issue with them because they're just so good. You could make an argument for like about like ten teams in the NFC this season. <sighs> oh yeah, they, well the NFC has been much better. Well, I, I don't know. I feel like the NFC has has been much better than the uh, AFC. Like in past. Like the AFC just seems so top heavy. That's the problem. And like, if you look at the NFC standings right now, like, yeah, you have your division leaders, but like, okay, so let's say you take them out and like just assume like they're going to win the division. The only team with more wins than the Falcons right now is the Panthers. Every right. other every other team is has three or less. Right. Yeah. So I mean, why, so why wouldn't the Falcons be able to make the wild card? Yeah. So again, like I kind of screwed up because I thought they were two and five, but. No, I mean it's not. It's not impossible. The problem with them is they cannot fucking stay healthy to save their life. The like my week though has came at a good time. That's true. However, um, I mean you already lost uh, fucking in the first week of the season. Keanu Neal tore his ACL. Uh, I, I don't even know is Deion Jones back yet. Like, uh, I don't even know if he's back yet. Fuck, I don't. I don't even remember. I, I haven't had obviously because of work. I haven't had much time to. Yeah. Um, Watch, yeah. Watch, yeah. So, Devonta Freeman's been out. I mean, they've been so beat up, their kicker was hurt. So, like... Um, by the way, the kicker they signed is a beast. Yeah, he played for the Raiders last year, and then they cut him for some reason. Uh, but, yeah, like... Yeah, honestly, I think the more of the hot take is the Broncos making the playoffs. And, again, I'm a Broncos fan, but they fucking... I don't get them, man. So, uh, right off the bat, they're 3-4 and four as well. Uh, and they will be three and five after this week because they play the Chiefs in Kansas City. So okay, but but that looks like that could be a trap game, easily. <laughs> it could be. However, it's uh, the the problem is the Chiefs are the highest scoring team in the league right now, and and the Broncos' defense has sucked this year. Well, let's look at their remaining schedule. So the Chiefs, they have the Chiefs. The Texans, who are Texans, are quietly five and three. By the way, they started off the season zero and three, I believe, at least. Then they got the Chargers, the Steelers, the Bengals. So the Bengals, if they continue to be good, so that's you know four tough games right there. Then you got the Bengals, 49ers, Browns, Raiders, Chargers. So like they have a few tough games right now. If they can, so say between the Chiefs, Texans, Chargers, and Steelers games, their next four weeks, say they can get. Two wins, I think they have a chance out of that. If they can get two out of those four wins and then kind of clean up the schedule how they should, they have a chance. But yeah, the Broncos watching them is fucking. They, they have they have to win awful. a trap game though. They have they have they, to be one of the... two trap games probably. Yeah, they, I think they have to play. Well, let me see where this. I think this Chargers game is away. It so, is. I I think I think they can I I think they can beat the Texans. Um, I think they can too. That game's also in Denver, so I think they could there. Yeah, um, they could. That you know, the Chiefs. Obviously, it's not looking like a win, but I mean, like I said, could be a trap. Um, let's see, Broncos at Chargers. Uh, I'll, I'll I consider that a toss up. I don't know. I, I I'm I know you're opposite of me. I'm high on the Chargers, so uh, I'm very low on them. I mean, they Steelers, are five and two Broncos, right now. Toss up. I think I think the Broncos Bengals game, if the Bengals still are still good, I think that that could also be a trap. 
Uh, I'm looking like I'm also trying to look where these games are because now you're getting into the point of the schedule where games matter where they are because of how cold it's going to start getting, especially yeah. Denver. Um, we've seen what two weeks ago it was uh, that's, 23 that's, that's degrees. That's a good point, though. That's actually a good <laughs> point, though, because like I'm looking at the Broncos schedule right now, they do not have a game where they just play in terrible conditions well like, uh, obviously, Dem- obviously they'll, they'll probably play like they'll they'll play in denver but like the players yeah. are, are used to denver wet weather so like also like I, I think uh i mean this is good as a broncos fan but like i think they have a huge advantage just playing in the altitude they play in just because they're so much used to it like i always thought they had like probably the biggest home field advantage in the league just for the fact that like it's it's hard to get used to that altitude. So, yeah. um, I don't know. I mean, we're kind of going off sort of like on a tangent here, but, uh, no, no, I get it. I'm just, I, as a Broncos fan watching them, I don't know, man. Like, let's look at the games they won. Like the first week against the Seahawks, who were still trying to figure it out. They barely got by the Raiders, who are, Probably the fucking worst team in the league right now. That's Boston, so unfortunate too, because I was so high on the Raiders. I was like, okay, I, you know, I they, fucking they remember. I fucking remember. I still was slewing you for that. Then they lost to the Ravens, Ravens who oh. are actually a good team. They barely lost to the Chiefs. They got blown out by the Jets. Uh, lost to the Rams and then blew out the Cardinals. So, I, I mean, you look at the results; they're actually not terrible, but. I just I've seen the way they played and it's very frustrating to watch. Their offense is still as bad as it was last year with Trevor Simeon being the quarterback. The defense Bobby, has gotten Bobby. worse. Uh, Zach, do you have anything to add before we like move on? Yeah, we gotta get to. Um, uh, nothing that other than the fact that I think the Falcons are a team that likes to pretend to be good. <laughs> uh, they've, they've certainly showed that this season, at least. Uh, it's crazy. God, no, it, no, we're good. We're good. We're good at football. <laughs> Didn't they start one and five, or am I crazy? Or not one uh, and five, one and four. Yeah, they started one and four. Okay. And, I, uh, so I mean, you know, who who knows? Yeah, I guess. Um, Anything could I, happen. I don't know. I, I I guess if we're kind of going final decisions, I'll. Damn, it's so hard with the Falcons. I'm actually. I think I'll disagree on both. I think the Falcons will narrowly miss, and I think the Broncos will miss by. At least, I think they'll be at least two games out. All right. Well, then we'll leave it at that. Yeah. We'll move on, Zach. Finish it off with uh, with your last hot take. Um, uh, I'm I'm bringing it back to music. Okay. And you guys, I'm honestly I don't know if this is a hot take. You guys may or may not disagree with this. Mm-hmm. But I think the rapper Drake is majorly overrated. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I, I will say I don't think he's a bad artist. You know, he's honestly one of the reasons why he's big is because of proper marketing. He's got yeah. his name out there the right way. Obviously, his time on the grass he helped him. You know, get to where <laughs> he is. Yeah. But as far as an artist, I think he's majorly, majorly overrated. Yeah. I don't oh, agree man. on that one. So, so explain like what, what, what about him is overrated to you? Um, I, I mean, t- to me, this could just be an opinion, you know, everyone, and it's like I said, I don't think he's a bad artist. I just don't think that his music now 
it, like he came out with Take Care, which is a great album, and then it was just sort of nothing that great after that. I'm I'm looking up his albums real quick, uh, but I I don't know. I think like he's, he's come he's, out with some really good stuff. Also, like Drake was in that weird period for a while. Like um, I'm trying to think when it was like a couple years ago. Like I, I don't know. Like he he almost seemed like he was on the down. Not I'm not gonna say the down low. Like. He he just kind of feel like I feel like he like resurrected his career like um you know a couple years ago and now he's back on top. Yeah, I do want to make it clear that this is no hate on Drake. I'm just specifically talking about his music. Yeah. Um. So let's see. Uh, man, like even like some of the stuff. He's, I I don't know. I'm I'm sort of a big Drake fan too. So. I'm gonna disagree for sure, but Take Care was a good album. I think there was a few good th- uh, good songs on Views. Um, I'm like, Dude, I sh- thought Views is like, I did not think that was a good album. I mean, it wasn't his best, that's for sure. Sorry, I'm like kind of talking and looking at the same time. That's why I'm struggling over here. Um, I don't know. I just I, like so. Going back to your actual, like, take, I guess. Like, you're saying he's overrated. Like, I guess that's I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to be successful. He deserves to be a touring (laughs) rapper that people listen. People like his music. He makes good music. But I think his music is overrated. Gotcha. Yeah, like, I guess He's a tier one arena touring rapper, and I don't think his music is that good. Right. Like, I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, there's a difference between what I maybe what I'm thinking because I'm I when I you originally said I'm like I thought you you were basically saying like he is overrated but like you're basically saying his music is overrated. Yeah, so. I'm talking about specifically his music, not yeah. Him. Gotcha. I, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I'm I'm pretty big Drake fan, so like I, I like a lot of his stuff that probably a lot of people wouldn't necessarily like. Um, just, I feel like he just has, like, he always, on every album he ever has, and maybe this just goes with his name, but, like, he just has, like, that one or maybe even two songs that, like, just... That's what just I'm saying, man. He's not really charts. an album artist. Like, he can make hits, but he only has one right. or two of them on an album, and the rest of it is fillers. Right. I, I mean, some <clears> of that, <throat> I agree. But, like, I feel like that is, is that, like, the case with a lot of rappers, though. Like... Right. I mean, I'd say the same about 21 Savage. That's also true, but like I mean, it's also kind of an appreciation thing. Like I like, um, you know, like I'm just gonna go back to the as an album, of course. But like bank account is probably like the song everybody knows about. But like, like that's not that's probably not even close to like my favorite song on that album. Like Baby Girl is probably like my favorite song on the album. FaceTime is good. Not like Bad Business is good. Like. Like I'm obviously just using that album as an example. Getting off like, track a little bit. Honestly, I thought that album was like unlistenable. Oh my god, yeah. that is that is a hot take. Unlistenable. <laughs> yeah. I, I I thought it was dude. That that is a hot that that might be the hottest take of of this show. Nah, it's <laughs> uh, like I said. I, I, I mean, I, I don't want to go back to it too much with Twenty One Savage, but. It's kind of going to tie into what I'm going to say about Drake. Is like, uh, like I feel like people love to hate Drake. Sometimes, like, like it's either like people love Drake or people love to hate Drake. And like, I think it's almost the same thing with Twenty One Savage. True, like people either love his music or like love to hate him. So like, 
maybe that goes with the territory of being a rapper and being a public figure. I guess that's no, it's the case not, for everybody, but it's not them that I hate. I'm just talking about No, I I'm not saying yeah. you. I'm just saying people. You know what yeah, I mean? Oh yeah. But like yeah. I, I I I don't know. Um I mean, I mean, there's definitely people out there that will hate just because it's the popular thing to do, or they're like their friends think it's cool or whatever. But like, right? You, you know, you're not, you don't have a good opinion just because you hate something that's popular. So, like, I guess what I'll agree with you on in the sense is like, I think a lot of people overhype Drake because of his songs, like, like the big hits that come out. But like, I, I think a lot of people like. Do I think his like his all of his albums, like all the songs on his album are good. No. But uh I think it's it's just kind of opinionated in the fact that it's it's an appreciate like if you actually listen to um, you know, everything like every song on the album, like you might have like a better like people might just say, Oh yeah, he sucks because like he has, you know, one good hit, but like they don't have an appreciation, I guess is what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say for the other song. It's hard to yeah. explain, but um I think, like, do I think Drake is overrated? No, obviously, but like, I, 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 I don't agree, but I don't disagree. I guess, like, I think, like I said, I like his stuff, but I can see why people would say, um, his his music is overrated. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you guys have an opinion. I don't know how much you, you Brendan, and Bobby, listen to Drake, but yeah, uh, I think I, don't I, really I have an opinion. Yeah, I don't really. So, I mean, I, I've never really listened to like any of his full albums, but he's definitely a hits artist. There's always, uh, it's always a slapper that comes along with everything that he does. So, yeah, we'll say that much. Yeah. Um, but I don't know enough about both of them from an album standpoint. I'm usually a pretty big album listener. Um, and again, but I just haven't sat down and actually listened to their albums. I'm not even saying he's a bad artist. I'm just saying he doesn't. Okay. I don't think his music is so good that he should be like Where an, he's arena, an arena touring artist. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, that's, I think that's a arguable point. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I, I, I like how we expand it to a little bit of music though, because I, yep. I think we all have an appreciation for it. So, so oh, yeah. Take. Oh, yeah. Work for the hottest take. Um, <sighs> Uh, um, I I think Brandy. Trying with with, with the Falcons, with the, with the Falcons, Broncos. the Broncos. Yeah. Well, I, I made some good points about the Falcons. The Broncos, you made some good points. Yes, yeah. I will agree. But I, I think just, I, I kind of I, I, I kind of ra- yeah. I was going to say I kind of run, not ran the table. Jesus, I can't talk with the Broncos. Um, mm. but hottest. I don't know. Honestly, like. I feel like you guys argued me the most with the Aaron Rodgers one. Yeah, that was. I think that was the most argued one. Um, (laughs) I don't know. Hot take awards. They are at CPN. (laughs) Dude, I thought your Twenty One Savage take was pretty hot. Honestly, (laughs) (laughs) that's That's just me though. That's me. I I knew that one was gonna pertain to you because I know me and you. listen to rap a lot more than they do so that's why i knew specifically it was going to kind of pertain to you but um <laughs> i can see why that would be hot like i said i know a lot of people are not as high uh on 21 savage as i am but uh anyway that is going to wrap up that we will finish off the show with uh we'll actually get zach's thought of the week if he has one uh, no, he sorry. did not have a thought. That's fine. We, I mean, we, we should have kinda, screened him beforehand. We should. Yeah. I mean, you know what? 
we uh we kind of all had our own thought of the week this week because this is a very opinionated podcast, so that's fine. But we're gonna finish up the show quickly. I almost dropped week, my camera. That would have sucked. With our week eight NFL predictions, we have some good matchups this week. Finally, uh, and we have three games here. So the games we're gonna look at is the Philadelphia Jacksonville game, which is being held in London. Uh, at Wembley Stadium, I believe. Uh, the second game is the Green Bay versus uh, undefeated Rams game. And then the third one is a Sunday night football game, which is the Saints versus the Vikings. Bobby, I will start with you as I usually do. Uh, let's get your uh, score and winner for the Philadelphia Jacksonville game. So, um, and I have a sneeze coming, so I'm sorry if that comes out and then I'll be talking. But uh, so. Philadelphia has just not been able to hack it recently, man. And I really don't know what to really point the finger at right now. Um, and neither is Jacksonville. They have no business getting blown out by the Cowboys of all teams, uh, especially since how high I was on them uh, when we were doing our season preview. Um, Fucking Cowboys. But, but here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing, though. We talked about it. So Jacksonville always seems to go to London. They always seem to do very well in London. Uh uh, I think if anyone's going to turn up this game, it's going to be Jacksonville. So I have Jacksonville winning this game 27-14. All right, Brandy, what's uh, what's your take on this game? So, I, I you know, it's, it's funny you mentioned that because one of the things um, that kind of intrigues me about this game is that both teams came into the season with very high expectations and both have been very well below expectations. Uh, and I think we can all agree that the Jaguars, like, their second home is basically London, and so they have mm. a home field advantage. Um, so I, I definitely don't, I don't really see a scenario of uh, the Eagles pulling it off. I think, I think Jacksonville is gonna, uh, I think Jacksonville is gonna uh, appear to show their dominance this game. So I, I have them winning. Uh, I have Jacksonville winning thirty to seventeen. All right, and as for my take on this game, uh part of this was kind of going uh, contrary to what everybody's thinking. I actually have Philly winning this game. Um, I know Jackson is very well documented that uh, Jacksonville is very good. Uh, well, first of all, they play a lot of London games and also very good in those London games. Um, but that's, that's the thing for me. I almost feel like it's a trap uh, uh, that, you know, we're talking about that. Um, Jacksonville has been awful this year. Their defense has not lived up to what uh, we thought it was going to be, and also Blake Borders is uh, as good as a high school quarterback. Uh, also, they have not had Letter Fournette the whole year, so it's been tough on them. He's going to still be out for this game. Um, it's uh, as they as both of them said, like. This is these are two teams that if you um you know it's what week eight like if you would have thought their records at this point were what but I think they're both three and four like I would have thought you were crazy like you know Eagles coming off the Super Bowl uh, Jacksonville with the defense they have um but here we are uh but I don't know like I said I I have Philly and and partially it's just because like I said I think a lot of people are going to be on Jacksonville. Um, so I'm going to take Philly, uh, 27-21. Um, the next game we have is the undefeated Rams against uh, Aaron Rodgers, as talked about before, in the Packers. Uh, Bobby, let's get your prediction on this game. Oh, man. Okay. So, I mean, we, we hyped up Aaron Rodgers earlier in this episode. Um, I hyped God <laughs> damn, the Rams have been nothing short of just spectacular this season. I mean, they're... 
they're a fun to watch team. Got to say, uh, especially since I have Todd Gurley in two leagues. Um, so I, um, their def- the we talked about Green Bay's def- defense. It's abysmal. Um, let's be honest. Um, so Gurley is going to be able to just kind of tear him a new one. Uh, so I, I have the Rams running away with this one, twenty-eight to ten. Uh, Aaron Rodgers will probably uh, get that, get a, a you know a good run and probably a, a, quite a few passing yards. Um, but I don't think he's going to be able to turn up against the team. Not not right now, anyway. Yeah. So uh, I also I'm just going to be legit. Um, I don't. I, I'm not high on Green Bay, uh, at least this season. Um, and the Rams have really looked. Um, the Ra- the Rams have looked like a, a whole other team compared to how they were just a, a couple seasons ago. Uh, and I don't. I see that trend continuing. I I think. Um, I don't really think it's going to be a close game, but um, at least for the most part, I think. I think Aaron Rodgers though is going to. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to try to uh, make, you know, a comeback and like try to make the score at least look a little bit more respectable, um, which is why I have the Rams winning twenty-eight to twenty. With that said, I don't necessarily see it as uh, a close game, so uh, I'll, I'll have the uh, Rams taking the victory there. And I will continue the trend. Um, I have the Rams winning this one, 34-28. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game just for the fact that uh, I could see the Rams getting out to an early lead, um, and Rodgers is going to have to throw from behind. Like I could honestly see this as one of those games where uh, Rodgers throws for 350 yards in a loss uh, just because that seems to be the trend. Like I talked about their defense earlier. Um their defense already sucks, and they're still banged up. I think I talked about this last time we talked about the Packers. Um, like their defense has been really banged up this year on an already bad defense. So they got you know third and fourth stringers playing uh, over guys that already suck. So um, yeah, I, I just I think this will be a high scoring game just for the fact that Aaron Rodgers will will his way to twenty eight points, and LA will put up enough to beat them, which seems to be the story of Aaron Rodgers' career. Uh, But anyway, we'll move on to the Sunday Night Football game. Uh, The rematch of last year's uh, NFC Divisional game, um, which was crazy. We all know what happened. Uh, Fucking Denver Broncos legend Case Keenum back there with the Minnesota Vikings uh, and hit Stephon Diggs in the in the last seconds of the game to win it. Uh, but, uh, Bobby, what is your prediction for this game? Oh, I'm actually hyped for this game. I really hope it lives up to the hype. Um, I, I have Minnesota taking this one again, uh, but I have it in a, at a pretty big barn burner, and I would even go as far as saying maybe even a game-winning field goal in the works. Um, I got 31-28, uh, but both teams have been, have been putting up the numbers this season. Um I, I definitely think there's and there's there's some heat from last year, so we might see a, a bit of a grindy type game, which I'm hoping for. Um, and I think it's going to be just an all-out shootout until the very end. So I got Minnesota winning 31-28. All right, uh, and so I, I I have this kind of like as battle of the defenses. I I know both defenses like they're not really the best, but uh, there are certain types of matchups where I think uh, defense just they prevail over uh over over everything and i think this is going to be one of those matchups uh and i think i think the vikings are going to have a little bit of an advantage here um there's not really much i have to say about this game uh you know i think 
I think it'll be close throughout, but I have uh, Minnesota winning 20-14 to 14 against the Saints. And I'll wrap it up by saying I do have Minnesota winning as well. 31-23. So, um, the, uh, we've talked about this before as well. The Saints defense has not been as advertised to start the year. Um, they were one of the better defenses last year, uh, and they have been awful. I think they're probably like a – like top 10 worst defense in the league this year stats wise, I would have to look that up, but I would imagine just because I have them on my fantasy team and I can tell you they suck. Um, I think this is a game. Kirk cousins can have a big game on They're Still Dalvin cook is, has been injured the past few weeks. And we, I think he's been bothered with a hamstring injury. Uh, he's been a game time decision for the last few weeks and has not played. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if he plays this week. I don't know if he's been ruled out already or not. I don't know. Um, we were recording on the Friday before the game, so I'm sure news will come out before. But, uh, yeah, I think Kirk Cousins has a big game here. Um, it's been interesting with the Saints offense since Ingram has come back. Kamara has not been getting the touches that, uh, you know, he was before, which is obviously, you know, going to be part of the thing when you have uh, Ingram come back. But uh, Kamara is one of those guys for me who uh, who's a, just a difference maker. So I think uh, they got to start giving him more touches again. But yeah, like I said, I have Minnesota winning 31-23. By the way, a quick note: last episode uh, we did our prediction is just me and Bobby, uh, and we went one and two. So um, we're still going to count it. Burn didn't make his prediction, but he has kindly said that we can keep our prediction. So just take the L for the week. Uh, but we did not do much catching up <laughs> uh, doing it. Uh, the standings after last week read as following. I have 11, Bernie has 11, and Bobby has 10. So it's been close throughout. Last place as usual. Uh, I'm Shut up. <laughs> yeah, Bobby, was, Bobby was closer because for the – his um, let's see what it was. Oh, he had the uh, Baltimore uh, Saints game as being 21-17. And for like uh, – there was two minutes left in the game, and that was a score. So I was like, damn, he's going to get extra point here. But he uh, it didn't didn't end up going that way. But um, but yeah, I think uh, that's gonna it's gonna come down to one of us getting the right score, right, to see who's gonna win this. But anyway, uh, as I was, we were advertising before. Uh, Zach thought a week. He said he didn't have one. Well, he's back. He's got one. Uh, he was <laughs> I thinking. I remembered it. As uh, I like as to think of my. First of all, I want to mention that I like to think of my thoughts of the week when I'm laying down and going to bed, which is a terrible <laughs> oh, idea. That's, all, that's the best time. I remember it in the morning. Yeah, whatever. Like no. when you're taking a shower. <laughs> I mean, I mean just... that's when you get the best, like most weird thoughts. Yeah. Right. But I'm bringing so... this one up, and this is this is something that I actually have asked Brandy in the in the past. I'm pretty sure he actually asked me this one, so I'm just going to revive it. Would uh... you rather? Not be able to tell a bear from an Xbox. <laughs> or, definitely, or, definitely that. or change genders every time you sneeze. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Dude, it, you have like, you have like, no. Like, and when it, when it becomes like telling a bear from an Xbox, you have like, no, like discernible abilities. Like you walk into your living room, you're like, "Oh, why the fuck is there a grizzly bear in here?" <laughs> <laughs> and like you go in the woods and you see a grizzly. Yeah, bear. you're like on a hey, hiking well, trip and you're like, Xbox. "That's a weird." Yeah, you're on a hiking trip. You're like, "That's a weird place for an Xbox." 
<laughs> what the hell? Oh, I love this segment. I love this segment so much. Oh my god! It's like okay, so or change genders every time you sneeze. Uh, <laughs> now let's weigh our options here, right? You know, I got allergies. I sneeze all the fucking time. I'll be a girl one second and a guy another second. And I guess I'll sneeze like three times in a row and change my gender three times. You must be very fun at a bar. I gotta say, <laughs> you're hitting on some woman at the bar and you're just like, like you sneeze and it's like hi. Tyler, I have a question. What's if your you question? if you sneezed and became a girl, would we bang? <laughs> uh, I mean, listen, man, he's coming to New Jersey next month. I mean, I, mean, I don't I know, dude. I'd probably do. I'd probably do the bear. Not be able to tell a bear. From but the like, so I like, probably you probably would too. It'd just be way too inconvenient, man. Yeah. But like, I, you're asking that question, so like, I'm assuming like if you can't tell the difference, like. There can be danger because, like, if you're trying to play Xbox and it's a bear, like, is that what you're trying to say, or you just literally can't tell and, like, it does nothing for you? You just have to guess. Like, you just have to, like, when you go in your living room, hope that it's not actually a bear. And, like, I assume every time, like, you walk into your living room, like, you're going to forget. Yeah. But, right. like, if, if it is a bear, like, will it attack you? It's a fucking bear. It's a bear in my. Well, that, but that's what I'm at. Like I'm okay. So yeah, I would go. I would just you know change genders then in that case. Damn. So the chances that a bear is actually in your living room is very low. But as soon as you see it, like see it, you just you just lose all like discerning abilities. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> you forgot about it every time. I mean, he would man. He would imagine him trying to hunt. Right? He's like, oh, I see a box down there. <laughs> <laughs> like it's in the scope and everything. Like, you you cannot possibly hunt <laughs> with that that kind of. For, for the gender thing, I'm. Uh, you know what I'm thinking about? It would be weird if you're peeing. Like, in the middle of peeing, you sneeze. <laughs> like, you're standing up, taking a piss of the urine. Yeah, it's like, ah, oh, shit. God damn it. <laughs> oh, oh, now I'm in the wrong bathroom. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're in the public bathroom? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. My nose and my mouth every time I went to pee. You, yeah, you have to go to the, the stall every time. Look at the light. Look at the light. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Man, you be, you better hope that there's a, a family restroom or, or all gender restroom or something nearby, man. You, you have to go to those every single time. Otherwise, it's a it's a you know a, a dark throw at that point, whether or not you're going to get out of there alive. <laughs> um, Jesus. Um, so I don't know. What are the tallies? I will. To, I'm going with the Xbox One. Yeah, I'm, I'm going go, with the Bear and Xbox. I'm gonna go with the Xbox. Of course, and I'm going the opposite as it always happens. You're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong, and you should feel bad. So we're all uh, going for the, the bear and Xbox. Yeah, we got oh, three to one. Three to one final uh, tally. I love that. Qu- <laughs> I, I do love the second, though. As random as that was, it was a good uh. question. Um, <laughs> all right, we're going to wrap up the show here. It was a good uh, episode, I think, uh, for not having any news this week. I think we made do and had. We did. It was definitely a very entertaining. <laughs> this is a fun time. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, there. It, it was like a lot of these videos are very fun to record. So um, yeah, happy about that. Uh, we have a lot of projects in the works right now. We're still trying to iron stuff out in terms of what's going to come out. So I'm not even gonna... saying this since episode six. I, swear. I know. I, I really have, but we're trying to get our shit together. We know. Uh, we know. Deal, you know, you're going to have to deal with us through this time. But yeah, we have a lot of stuff planned. Um, uh, going to do, as I always do, some housekeeping here. Uh, if you would like to follow for updates on us, Brendy is very... Uh, active on our Twitter, you can follow us at come at at Complay Network on Cue Twitter. Cue the sound, bit Bobby. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cue our new sound, but let's go. Oh, 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 okay. All right. So uh, this uh, would have appeared in uh, episode 10. So, uh, but I, I, of course, had to isolate this. Um, so, uh, Zach, if you would like to take it away and end the show for us. Smash that motherfucking like button. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But that is all from us. Uh, If you like the video, give it a like, subscribe if you haven't already. And as we said last episode, we are now on Spotify and Google Play. Um, Google Play, right? I'm not tripping. Yeah, we're on on a bunch. Um, uh, Most notably Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher. Haven't heard back from Apple, so let's try to figure that out. Okay, Uh, but good stuff, Um, and we will be back next week for episode 12. Thank you for watching. We hope you enjoyed, and we'll see you next week.